Hello and welcome to another episode of the Quarter Life Crisis podcast. Uh, my name is Chris McIlvenny. And I am Luke Davis. As always, I'm here with him being a prick. Yeah. Um, and again, today we have got another special guest. And the reason I'm introducing this guest is because it is uh, a very good friend of mine. A friend of somewhat 20 years. Known to me as Luke Davis. Uh, no, that's You're my name. Luke Davis. I am Luke Davis. Known to me as Jordan Williams. <laughs> oh, I am pissed. But um, but known to known to is some of you, not? known to some of you who might be listening as Vampy Jordan, it is my good friend Jordan Williams. How are you doing, Jordan? Hello, how are we? TikTok sensation <laughs> in the, his house. So, so so me and Chris have just jumped on the old TikTok TikTok bandwagon. We, you spit that thing I out know. And I need to spit. Yeah, I you, do. You, you need to get your words. <laughs> Come on. As soon as, as soon as Chris presses that button and, and it shows us that we're recording, that's it. I fall to pieces. Knees are shaking. <laughs> yeah, that's it, mate. I get nervous. How how the hell are you, mate? I'm good. It's crazy at the minute, but I'm doing well. Everyone's doing well. Family's doing well, so I can't really complain. Good. How's, uh, how's everything? Chaos. Is it affecting you like directly? Are you still in work, or what's the crack? Uh, to be fair, me directly, no. I, there's people I know who it's affecting pretty heavily at the minute. Yeah. Um, but like business-wise. Yeah, it's a big drop in business. But other than that, it's just, it's, you're noticing, like, who really gets scared and who's doing the overbuying, the this, that, and the other. It's like, as to this morning, my goodness, there must have been about 250 people waiting outside, ready to go in. What, really? the supermarket? Yeah, yeah, it's insane. That's Absolutely mad, like. Insane. So for those listening who don't know, George is, um, as well as doing his bit on things like TikTok. So George's got a big following on TikTok. He's got, um, I think it's 635,000 followers. Jesus Christ. Yeah, as well as Instagram at 19.9. So George does that. That's sort of his, his thing that he loves doing. George's an actor. But um, obviously actors need to pay the bills. So George's a hairdresser as well, and George works in a hairdresser's in North Wales, where we're both from. So would you say that it's had an effect on, on people who uh, just get... Like, do you reckon it's the getting out the house that people are scared of? No. I, I think the people are scared of the unknown. Like, over here, like, we, we really get no information. It's drip-fed, if anything. You know, like, tiny little fragments at a time. Yeah. So, like, people don't know whether they're coming or going. Businesses don't know whether they're coming or going. So people are doing, like, emergency shops and, you know, really bulk buying. Because, like they're saying, schools are shut, but they haven't said how long for. So they haven't give you a time scale. So you don't know how long you're locked in. Or, you know what I mean? It's So yeah. people are just guessing. That's it. Well, what they're trying to do is, like, say that, like, don't panic buy because at the end of the day, like, th there's not going to be a shortage of food, so there's no need to worry. Yeah. But, um, but obviously people are panic buying. I, I think people are bulk buying mainly because uh, they know that they need to be stay in their homes. So uh, the, the thing is you don't really want to be coming in and out to the supermarket, interacting with different people. Because God knows what you're going to catch there. So then, staying in the house kind of defeats the purpose. So yeah, I think that's why they're panic buying, but it's still a, a shit one. Like, because NHS workers, uh, the elderly, the, the, the uh, what do you call it? The, the people who are affected mostly by this virus aren't able to get their wee weekly shopping, so it's fucked. Well, that's it. And, and, and from what I can gather through seeing on Facebook, so George's family, or like my second family, I spend a lot of time with them. Your mum and dad are self-isolating. Is that right, George? Yeah, so uh, luckily I hadn't been around them or anything like that, do you know what I mean? But uh, Dad had some pretty 
had symptoms. We it's obviously we're not doing the tests over here now. Yeah. Um, so we had the symptoms, and it, that was sort of what changed my mind about it. Was you know, Dad couldn't get up. You know, he, he was sweating like buckets, unable. To, you know what I mean? It was really people who were you know the really like um, sheltered people and selfish people who were like, oh, it's just a flu. Yeah. You know what I mean? It really knocks you into it's, it's nothing like a flu. It's insane. Yeah. What it does. And you can really see the risk. Man. Like, my, you know, dad smoked all his life. So when they're on about, you know, constrict your breathing and this and the other. Yeah. You sort of, you panic. You think, you know, shit, he smoked forever. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. He's in his 40s yeah, so. and he's, he smoked for a very long time. But what are your... What are your opinions on how the government are handling it? Because as you well know, I'm not a massive fan of Boris Johnson. But from the angle that I'm coming from, he's he's uh, like I don't I don't like him as a I've never I don't know him as a person. But in the past, like I, I'm not I'm not a conservative voter whatsoever. But one thing I've got to give to the cabinet at the moment is that I personally feel like they've handled the situation as best as they can. They could have came in a little bit earlier and started yeah. things sooner. But from that point on, like the grants for businesses and slowing down rent payments and mortgage payments and things, where do you stand on that? I like, I like, I'm like you. I don't like Boris. I, I was laughing at the idea of the first world pandemic, proper world pandemic. You have Donald Trump, and Boris Johnson. <laughs> yeah. Man, like... I thought that was fantastic. It's yeah. like having Bert and Ernie lead a cavalry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With their masks up. Yeah. Uh... But no, he's done a bang up job, to be honest. I was like, obviously, I think things have been prolonged because they've had so many legislations to push through. Yeah that they didn't want to block anything. Like, now they've got things that, like, with shops charging, like, £6 for paracetamol. Yeah, that's mad. So it's just, like, they've put in place that they can't do that. You know, they could take control of this, that, and the other. And so they needed the time in order to be able to get this bill through. Have you seen the size of the corona bill, like, the actual legislation? Yeah, we, we managed to have a flick through. It was it came up on the news the other day. It's actually on the news. Yeah. Right we now. managed to have a flick through. Like, we had the fucking legislation. <laughs> we weren't sent it personally, but we had a look online. We got the audio book on Audible. Because <laughs> I'm dyslexic. Stephen Fryer reads it lovely. <laughs> now, but tell you who I'm really liking these days, that guy, uh, Rishi Sunak. Yeah. The He's a sexy, charismatic bastard i love that guy <laughs> can't get enough of him yeah no he is like and, and like that i think that's part of it the whole cabinet has semi stepped up well not even semi I, i've got to give it to them they stepped up to the mark they it was initially when i was in italy i was worried coming home at what state the country was going to left going to be left in because when we were in italy italy had already entered their recession because obviously they rely so heavily on things like tourism, uh, tourism and stuff like that and i spent my final well, one of my final weeks in Venice, which was like a red zone and was really being affected. And yeah. you could see that when you were there. And then I'd gone to Arma, where was the, where, which was the last place that we'd stayed. And it, you sort of were out of it a little bit there. But one thing I was nervous about was coming back to the UK and seeing the situation that we were going to be left in. And but one thing about Boris is it's similar to um, similar to Donald Trump, he's a businessman. So And, and yeah. I think he stepped in. OK, maybe it was slightly late, but he's, but he's done it. He stepped in and, and, and he's helped out and, and he's giving grants to companies and people. He's he's helping people, which was nice. I never thought I'd hear myself say anything nice about yeah. Boris Johnson. But I've got to hand it to him. I'm really impressed with where he's got to at the moment. Well, tell you what, it, one thing, it, it, it is a really bad thing. But one thing that's good about it, maybe for you, George, is the amount of people that are on TikTok now. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's phenomenal. Like, George, it's a really beautiful thing because, like, People are scared, you know, and they're hidden indoors. They don't, they don't want to go out, so they're flicking through their phone. 
and then you're almost giving them the, like a little bit of a break do you know what I mean from that when they watch you leave you a comment you know lovely stuff all of it but it's it, like I said it appeals to all ages so everyone is watching everyone sort of bands together on it which is a nice thing that's it and it's that little step back from reality I suppose when you're yeah. quarantined and you're stuck in with brothers, sisters mums, dads family members or, or like even like me and Chris obviously we're, we're the best we're, we're best mates and we, but we enjoy that time apart but when we're on that time apart we're flicking through social media we're having a break from what yeah, we're watching course, yeah. on the news or what we're talking about and discussing which is obviously dominating the media and the world itself at the moment so like and to be fair, I, I even you've been on TikTok for a while. How long have you been doing TikTok for now? I started. I want to say about maybe a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's fair enough. So and I even when you had it, it was something that I. I liked Vine, but I didn't think it was going to be like Vine, and it was something that personally I wasn't that interested in. I'd done lives with you, you know. Yeah. I mean, George, George's lovely following. Have taken the piss out of me many a time before oh. when we've done lives together. Is there a TikTok yeah. live? I distinctly remember one when it was obviously you're getting the you look like Johnny Depp. Yes. Thing. Yeah. And then you said, "Who do I look like?" And Shrek came up, and that I still laugh about that. Oh, yeah, that was yeah. so. We were so for those of you who don't know, if you're listening to this for the first time, Jordan is um, he's on TikTok like I said before, and his name is Vampy Jordan, and same on Instagram as well, and he has got. I'm going to say a slight resemblance to Johnny Depp, but it's a selling point for you, isn't it, mate? It's the thing that Absolutely. I think... Absolutely. It's the thing yeah. that it's the thing that's done the most. And um, so we were on this live and all of George's fans were talking about how much he looked like Johnny Depp. And we had a fair few viewers on this live. And then they were like, oh, who's the other kid? So I was like, oh, I'm, I'm an actor and I, I live in I lived in Manchester and I live in North Wales. Well, like, oh, what have I seen you in? And I was like, oh, not much. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I haven't really done any professional acting jobs. And they were like, oh, you look like fucking Shrek. And I was like, Fan fantastic. You know, for, for the past 20 odd years, I've grown up being the ugly friend next to this cunt. And sorry, I C-bombed. Um, C-bombed. I know, sorry to Chris's parents. But um, <laughs> yeah, so, but no. And then, and then obviously we'd got onto TikTok. And even then I'd sort of seen different things. I'd watched George videos and was quite happy with them and was like, all right, I get it. And then I've got it myself and seen how much of a comedy platform it is as well. I mean, it's a real... A real good, a real good starting point for somebody who's it's into. It's so good, like the sense of humour that's come out over the whole Corona thing as well. Yeah, people are really like taking. Go on. Of like banding together, almost not laughing at it, but you know. Finding the sense of humour. Yeah, bringing morale up about it, and it's really funny. Like, there's an audio on there, you know, um, on what's the film now, Kingsman Two. Mm. You know, the almost heaven. Yeah, Yeah. And some of the things to that about the coronavirus are absolutely amazing. That's it. I, I quite, I quite like that people are using it as a vessel to have a break from from the yeah. the the shit part of real life. Yeah. And sort of, you know, you using it to the, like one thing I've seen on Twitter. I'm I'm a writer, and I I follow the BBC Writers Room and Channel Four writing things and stuff like that. Load all the platforms I, I follow and try and get involved with. And the one one good thing that I've seen is that everyone's going do creative things, write, make videos, be actors, put videos online. They're doing a thing on Facebook called Entertain the Nation, which I think is brilliant, where people are going. Like, and singing songs and doing skits and things like that and I think it's really really good obviously that's for the older generation with using um, using Facebook but TikTok is for our generation and older and a, a lot younger as well do you know what I mean yeah. so, so I think it's good I think it it's keeping people ticking over or TikToking yeah, over yeah, if you will yeah. <laughs> 
I hate puns. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sorry about that. Here, George, that. see before you did TikTok and stuff, like, did you have like a big social media following before that? No, not at all. I think when I started TikTok, I had maybe a thousand followers on, no, not even that, less than a thousand followers on Instagram or this, that and the other. No one really took notice. So, you know what I mean? It was just like, but there is, there is a, a downside to it. Whereas there's like, you go and almost feel like an obligation. Yeah. What, to go on TikTok? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to like go on there and like, it's, it's one of those because you get so many messages a day saying you help people through things. Like yeah. From, from a small 15 second video, people send you things like, you know, you brighten my day, this and the other, and you know, sort of like heartwarming stuff. Yeah. And you don't want to. You don't want to take a break from it. Yeah, you, you don't want to let them down. Doing it for them, you know. And See, the thing is, if if I had TikTok, people would be sending me messages like, "You're ruining my day, please, please <laughs> <laughs> stop dancing." I think my selling point for TikTok is going to be me trying to get Chris to do TikTok videos with me and him just turning them straight down because I quite enjoy having a bit of a laugh and having some fun. And that's what I found that's on right. that. I, I thought it was a lot more serious than, than it is. I, I didn't think... Because people just put videos up anyway. Do you know what I mean? Regardless, they just yeah. find funny things. And people are creative. People have got a different way of thinking about things. And I think using platforms like that is a good way to get that out there. I really do. I didn't think it was going to be something that was that was for me. Um, but have you, have you ever have you ever considered like uh, starting like a YouTube channel or anything? To I did I did start one and I promoted it once and never promoted it again. I did like um, I did really well actually when I first put it up there that it was on there. Uh, I did like three videos each. Each of, I've got like twenty five thousand views from the three videos. Oh, oh only twenty five thousand. <laughs> <laughs> but like I stopped promoting it and I really. But now I've got like. Um, it's looking like I'm gonna have a bit of time. Yeah. Because like the videos I was doing was sort of stuff like I've dealt with things to do with mental health in the past quite heavily. And um so I used my experiences on that to sort of advise people on what helped me get over it and people liked those videos, so I I posted a couple and then I just stopped for ages, so I need to get back into it, I need to repost them. It's, do you know what it, the hard thing is? Is finding the time to record a twenty minute video because I record for like an hour yeah. just talking shit. Yeah, yeah, and uh, then you have to cut it down. And... Yeah, you've got to go through the editing process. But I think now would be prime time to to do something like that. To t especially talking about mental health, I think one thing that's very important in the midst of all of this. Yes, our general health is at the forefront of it all, and we're all trying to stay safe and stay healthy. But as a knock-on effect of being quarantined or self-isolating or social distancing, whatever it is that you want to call it, you are distanced from people in quite a literal sense. You know what I mean? You spend a lot of time yeah. on your own, and I feel like me and Chris ourselves are going to feel the pinch when we go back to our... When I go back to the UK and Chris goes back to Belfast, um, because it, we're going to be stuck in the house. Do you know what I mean? And, and like, yeah. we haven't had that sense of reality yet. We've only seen what people are saying on the news. And this is one of the first times we've spoke since I left for Italy, to be fair. It is. So it I, is. I feel like that's going to be strange. And the fact that we can't go down the pub and sit and have a pint and talk about good times and this, that and the other and what's happened over the, the past weeks while we've been away. Um, but... It's it's one of them things, but I think it's a really good a good time to start addressing mental health and going. Look, we're all going to be going through something here, whether it's mild, whether it's severe, or what. We're all going to be going yeah. through a bit of a shit time. So well, one of the one of the plus sides of all this is everyone sort of pulled together. Like, there's never been anything that's pulled together 
people like this. Mm. You know, like I've seen a, a really nice thing of you know, like everyone in Liverpool singing "You'll Never Walk Alone." Yes. Yeah. This and the other. It's great. People banding together. People are having fun. There's loads of videos of people. Everyone in quarantine or self isolation. They're all out the windows singing the same song and. That's yeah. it. We've seen the videos of Italy, which wasn't long after we'd left, of people. Like, in Italy, one thing that's strange is it's a, there's a very different um, a very different feeling about the whole coronavirus stuff than what it is in the UK. I feel like, I don't know if this is the case or whether it's just my opinion on things, but regardless, I feel like the UK is a little bit late to the party in, in the, yeah. the nicest way possible. Not that they're doing anything wrong as such, but I just feel like every... like. Or maybe that's just because we lived in Italy and it was it was a thing from the moment we got there. It was, oh, beware of this, and the, the situation just got more severe while we were there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think the thing is, though, like, as soon as it came over, it happened so fast. And, yeah. like, it was hard because, like, it was, like, within three weeks. And in terms of an illness, that's not a long time. It was, like, everywhere. Yeah, and, and it quite instantly turned into a pandemic. Do you know what I mean? It yeah, quite, yeah. It took, it took quite a, yeah. It took quite a severe turn. Um, which, which, which is sad to see, and, and another sad thing is the fact that it's it, it's affecting the vulnerable. It's it, affecting everyone. That's the issue. The issue is, I think, like in our lifetime, and most likely in our parents' lifetime, nothing like nothing has ever affected pretty much every single person on the planet at the same time, except the North Central East, <laughs> which yeah. is what we always say. But yeah, it's, on the plus side, no one's talking about Brexit anymore. Yes. I like that. Exactly, you know, Brexit's now 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 chip paper. Do you know what I mean? It's it's now it's now what, what you're at your chips in sort of thing. It it's nothing. But I think that's a it's a good thing that we're not talking about that. I'd hate to still be dwelling on it if there was something like this going on in the world. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We, oh yeah, you'd really. be but, serious then, wouldn't it? Yes, it absolutely would. Um, but like, I don't, and we don't know how long this thing's gonna last. That that's my. That, I think today that really. I was sat watching the news. We watched the little fifteen minutes before we watched Stanton Lurk Saturday Night Takeaway. Yes, I'm plugging it. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, no, not that they fucking need it. But um, now we watched the little fifteen minutes, and it was the, the the severity sort of stood out to me. It was sort of like, wow, you're you're going back home, which was so normal when you left, and it was so everyday life, and it's going to be a very different yeah. place when you get there now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's mad. Here, aside from all this coronavirus bollocks, it does my head in. Here, George, do you ever do them, like, no, I'm TikTok trends? Yes. Do you, like, what What? What trends do you do? I don't I don't really understand it. I only got it today. We're noobs. I, I, truthfully, very rarely do trends. Like, I'll do the audios, like the trendy audios. Oh, and, yeah. You know, the viral audios and this and the other, but I try and put, like, a different spin on them. Yeah. Uh, like, if listen to the words, and if you can find a scenario where the words fit, like, points of view, like, POVs are very popular. Yeah. Which are, like, Acting based, so like, um, I did one to what's the song called? I can't, I can't do the song, but like, the words like, if the world ends tonight, would you stay the night or whatever it is, something like that. Okay, yeah, I think I've seen, I think I've seen it on the two days that I've been on TikTok. Yeah, and people, uh, people are big into them. Like, it's one of those apps where you don't have to be funny, you don't have to be great at anything, but. You know, if you can tug a heartstring or pull a little smile, people will follow you, people will support you. Do you know what I mean? It's nice. Yeah, that, and, and uh, one thing that I'd like to know is, that for me and Chris, and I suppose a lot of people listening to this, won't know how this feels, but what's it like having a fan following? I feel like it, I feel like it'd be quite strange, personally, to have people that are quite literally a fan of me. I mean, 
Uh, I'm the last person who's ever going to blow smoke up your ass because we've been friends for so yeah. long. But we've been on nights out and we've been to events where people... I remember we, we were at um, a friend of ours birthday and we were stood at the bar and George walked away and I was stood with a friend, a very good friend of mine and George called Shay. Fucking legend. And we were stood at the bar. I think, yeah, I was there as well. And this woman who was working behind the bar once George walked away turned around and said to, said to me, um, Shay and Yai, was that, was that Vampy Jordan? And obviously, because we know him as George, because we grew up with him since we were fucking two years old, we all sort of went, oh, for fuck's sake, yeah, it is. So that, like, that, that was strange for us. And again, going out in Manchester and stuff and, and people recognising George and it being a, a big surprise for us. What's that like yeah. for you? Do you thrive off it or is it something that you're not that keen? No, obviously, it's, it's, obviously it's, I, I know you love it. Yeah, I do love it, but it's surreal. It's weird. Yeah, uh, you know, okay, yeah, I understand. Like on a massive base, but the, it's just weird that I know people see your videos. Like some people, you know, you can have a viral video on TikTok quite easily, but for people to follow you and like you that much, they remember you, that to see you, your yeah. name pops into their head. Yeah. That is a crazy thing. Like there's times when I've been walking through Bagel and took a selfie with people. Do you know what I mean? It's weird. That's it. And I remember what, quite vividly, there's a, a nightclub called Dean, uh, called Revolution on Deansgate Locks in Manchester. Chris actually used to work there. Yeah. Um, on uh, Saturday night, Friday, Saturday, of a weekend, that place goes off and we happened to end up there on a bank holiday weekend. And yeah. it, it was quite strange for our friendship group because our mate that we'd known for such a long time was had people throwing themselves up at him and we and like dancing and oh can we take a picture and half of it was oh you really look like Johnny Depp because I think it's fair to say you play up to it like but but that's not a bad thing it, it's semi your thing do you know what I mean yeah. so like people doing that and then the other the other half I remember there being I remember there being at the bottom of the stairs um a girl who was absolutely steaming a blonde haired girl and I didn't catch her name because I was going for a piss but that had like sort of dragged you down down the last three steps on the stairs. Uh, can we get a picture, please? And like, and I sort of went, I could, and that is why the lady is a tramp because I like, I, I'm only joking, but I couldn't, I couldn't deal with that. That'd do my fucking head in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but like, I always feel like I've got to be polite. Yeah, of course. You know, so like, sometimes it can annoy you. Like, I've had it at times, you know, when I've been eating, and people come up, and I, I. Me personally, I find that rude. Yeah. Like, take, get, let me eat my sandwich. Just take two minutes, and we'll do a picture. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's one of those things. Yeah, it's so, it's so mad that that like that type of like fame comes from like a thing like TikTok. Because I'd say like at the start when you were putting up videos, you were probably thinking like, what could what possibly, possibly go, go wrong? wrong? How did you know I was gonna say that? Because we finish each other's sandwiches. Started, like, <laughs> I downloaded TikTok, I'll tell you the truth, I downloaded TikTok to get rid of the ads. Okay, fair one. Like, they were popping up everywhere, like, I was scrolling through Instagram, download TikTok, and then there was this person dressed as the Mad Hatter doing a video, whatever, as the, I just thought, yeah, you know what, I'll download it. And then, I remember I did an audio, the first video I remembered putting effort into was... Sean of the Dead one, you know, it's four in the fucking morning. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's not. It's fucking Sunday. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. it was very, it was before I understood how to do production value on the phone. So it was literally me with my shaky hands holding it, doing this, that, the other, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. And then it slowly progressed. And then, like, I was lucky enough that I did my first video that went viral. The first video I did was like, it got like 34,000 likes or something like that okay which was a video 
me using a straight razor. So a cutthroat thing that doesn't work. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, like Sweeney Todd? Like Sweeney Todd, and then, as you can imagine, they clicked on them that, oh, this guy looks like Johnny Depp. Yeah. Well, then at the beginning, like, Enzo from Vampire Diaries a lot. Oh, oh, I've never seen Vampire Diaries, but I think I know who you're talking about. Um, see, like, it just seems so mad that, like, videos... And, so was it one video that went viral and then that just got your following up? Or was one it, like, a slow went, burner? Went viral, and I remember... Do you know what? The, the first, I'd say, thousand followers are the ones you remember the most. Because, like, having that first thousand... You're sort of like, because you unlock the ability to go live at a thousand followers. Oh, okay, right. And that feels like a big thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then you hit 10,000, and you're like, oh my god, this is amazing. Because I went from 1,000 to 10,000 in a night. Fuck, wow. That is, like, that's impressive. To, like, I didn't know that, mate. And like I said, I'm the last person who will smoke at your ass. But that is, that's impressive. Like, I was, I was dead about, but I thought it would die out there. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I thought that was it. You know, I, I had my my one video that went huge yeah that's it and there's almost like a pressure on you now to like supply the goods that's it and now like but it's at a point now where you sort of I feel like upset with a video if it doesn't get over 10,000 yeah Yeah. you know what I mean and it's just the way it's it's like if you post if I used to post like a picture or a video but I never used to post videos but if I post a picture on Instagram I'd be happy if it got 10, 20 likes yeah and it works sort of in the same way whereas if you're following games you're happy with this amount of likes and you feel bad about yourself if you get less do you know what I mean yeah no and and what what would you say like how is that affected like so having a glimpse of TikTok fame and Instagram fame and things or having like a a big following how has that affected your view on social media because it's something that I like social media I slag off a lot and I use it, but yeah. I use it a lot as well. I'm a massive hypocrite, but I have like I, I I see and understand the positive and negative effects that it has on people's lives to a mild degree. But what what would your like you're someone who's quite immersed in it, I'd say, because obviously the, the fan base that you've got. What yeah. is your opinion on it? Like how how do you feel towards it? Is it a, is it a useful? To, is it a healthy tool to have, or is it healthy in moderation, or what? I think in moderation it's healthy. I think there's a danger of being consumed by it in terms of where, you know, your your view of yourself is what other people see online. Yeah. Yes. That's a danger. Well, um, I think at first that was how it was. You know, I thought I had to be this person, comfortable, you know, and be who they thought I was. Yeah. Um, but now, like... Sort of after the first few months, I, I dealt with it. And now I'm like, um, if anything, it's made me more confident and more free to be myself. Like, you've known me for 20 years. You know I've always been a little bit weird, a little bit out there. Yeah, eccentric is a, is a fine word to eccentric use. Eccentric is, is the most tasteful word to use. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, like, it gave me that freedom, like, to, you know, I can buy, like, the white dot mines, the big creeper shoes and go out in velvet or whatever things the things uh, that i look at twatting but if you wear it it, ca- it kind of works and we can roll and I, and I think our whole friendship group which is quite i don't want to use the word diverse because i don't think we're diverse but we're not we're i don't think we're all too similar to each other we've all got our own thing no, about us you know we, what i mean but we're, like 
if you seen us, you think we wouldn't be friends. <laughs> yeah, if you seen us all individually, you wouldn't put the you wouldn't put like the the six seven of us together. Um, no. But would you say that the that the the the, the fan base, the following, the people being interested in you in public, being interested in you in public, and things like that? Um, makes you because obviously online it's a performance and I I can quite clearly delineate the difference between that because I I've known you for so long but and and Chris yeah. has known you for a certain period of time as well so the difference between being George and like obviously George who's online so vampy George if you like obviously yeah. it's it's a performance always because you you're playing a character when you're online obviously that's yeah. why you get that's why you've got six hundred and thirty five thousand followers on TikTok and and whatever else on Instagram but would you say that's is there a separation in that? Is there is there a point where you have to be like, all right, okay, I'm going to switch off now, and I'm going to be me? Yeah. Or do, do, is there ever blurred lines? Yeah. So I try and keep a firm line between Bambi Jordan and Jordan Williams. They're two different entities to yeah. me. So, mm. like, when I'm Bambi Jordan, I'm one of the showmans. When I'm out in public, I'm Bambi Jordan. And when I'm, you know... But when I'm with friends... I'm myself. I'm myself online to an extent. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. A, yeah. I. I can. I can like quite clearly see there's, el- yeah, there's elements. Yeah. yeah. There's elements of Jordan in it's there, like but a it's a caricature of myself. So it's like everything I'm about just turned up to hundred. You know, like you, I love my rock music. I love my rock and roll. This, that, that and the other. And, you know, and but it, it's it's great because it gives you a platform to free yourself, like with my acting. This, that, the other. When you're creatively not doing you know as actors yourselves yeah. when you're not doing it all you want to do is do it yeah yeah exactly yeah and i think that's one thing that that i'd say i don't know if envious is the right word but like seeing you like on online you have the freedom to be creative in an environment where people are expecting you and wanting you to be creative and i think that's quite a nice environment to have because if you work a shitty boring nine to five job and go home and you just chill out or go the poor but do you get what I mean something like that yeah. you don't you, you, you don't create that environment for yourself and actors haven't always got that release of letting their creativity flow up not even just actors creators in general because I think that's a fair word yeah. to call you with, with the Instagram and, and TikTok following and stuff or, or the social media following as a creator you create thing, you create content that people enjoy watching and enjoy being a part of um, yeah. so I think it is it's quite difficult for people to find that outlet outside of everyday life but I think what, what this is I think it's fair to say agree or disagree if you wish but it, it, it's created an environment in which you can do that do you know what I mean it's give you that outlet for, for any creativity that you've got yeah 100% like I've done all sorts like I've put paintings up on there and you know bits and bobs and everything I like to do and performed little bits of music and stuff like that which I know is something that you've always been quite passionate yeah. with, quite passionate about and it's quite nice to see You've got to a point where you've got like you've got an outlet for it. You're able to do it, and, and people accept yeah. it. And and one thing I think that's good about your fan base, and I'm sure you'll agree, is they're quite honest with you. So if they like it, they'll tell you. If they don't, they'll tell you what they do Honestly, like. And... I I love my fan base because I like that everyone who comes is trying to be individual, and they they all message me. Where do you buy this clothing wise? Where do you buy that? You know. Well, how would you put things together? You know, how do I get better at TikTok? This, that, and the other. It's, they're all individuals. You know, yeah. call, I like to call them the vampires. You know, because we're we're the outcasts. We do things differently, but that's what we that's what we like, and that's a beautiful thing. Is that we're not all the same. Yeah. See, uh, you were talking about mental health earlier, and like 
like obviously being as exposed as you are on the internet like do you take like into consideration like the bad comments like do you read them and uh, and what way does that affect you like oh you could get a hundred positive comments on a video but that one negative one that's the one that niggles at your brain yeah that's the one you you look at and think where, where you should look at the hundred positive yeah you almost take them yeah, for granted and, but that one negative stands out because it just it's just in your head but then you sort of reach a point where you think well how negative is your life that you will take the time to do that to try and put someone down yeah yeah like, yeah, so I, I suppose there's that sort of, oh, you live quite a sad little life. If you, you're sat watching, you've just watched my videos, so thanks for the view. Yeah. I might not get a like, I might Well, be. it's like, I used to really take offence to it, and at some, sometimes it's made me take a video down because I've seen it. You know, in the early days I did, it'd pop up. Yeah. And you'd be like, well, I'm going to take that video down, so you take it down. And then um, the best thing, well, now all I do is I... I have like a, a satisfaction, which is almost quite a big-headed satisfaction. Whereas if someone comments on a negative thing, you, I click on their profile and see, I don't know, Duran Duran seventy-eight thirty-five, <laughs> with no followers but following a thousand people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then I'm like, well, who are you? Yeah, you know, yeah. That. Do you know exactly. what I mean? Like, like them negative, know, them negative comments. Has it ever made you like want to stop it completely? Yeah, absolutely. 100%. It's like when I've when I have less of a following and you know I dress differently to a lot of people um, you know and I behave a little differently to other people so when I seen when I first started uploading people were very negative yeah very negative and if anything it's made me a little bit stronger mentally that you can put up with that and still keep, keep going and then come out the other end with 635 people who love you. That's it. You get 635,000, by the way. Uh, don't forget that, mate. Don't you. put yourself down. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. but yeah, it gives you a thick skin. That's it. Like, nothing really bothers me now when I post a video. You know. That's it. And then it helps you in real life as well. Like, Absolutely. Like you said, you're more confident. Because, like, with this whole TikTok, like, TikTok, obviously, it ha it's been so, so popular, but, like, I think especially now that people are like locked down in their homes, it's it, yeah. it, it it's become so much more like there's been a real buzz around it. So um, what like nowadays it's so good because now everyone can like get involved, like all the different dance trends and stuff. Everyone's people who never would normally do it because they yeah. have other things that, like their job and whatever. People are working from home, so they're gonna do a wee TikTok video. One thing I love to see is the, is older people. So people like on my TikTok feed, I oh if that's the right word to use, you crazy kids. But um, I always see like fifty-year-old, sixty-year-old people. It's the for you page, by the way. <laughs> it's what? It's the for you page. The for, yes, the for you page. That's because people um hashtag F Y or whatever. Uh, F Y P. Uh, yeah, yeah, for you page. Um, yeah, yeah. That, we learn something new every oh, God, day. Every day's a scoop, <laughs> Tell me this, George. Has like has like your family and friends always been like supportive of it, or has anyone ever told you like uh, could you not do that or anything no, like that? My my family and friends kind of like love it really. Yeah. Um, because they know what I'm like. They know I'm quite a creative person. They know I like to do this, I like to do that, and I like to be out there. That's right. 
and, and it gives it gives you an outlet. The yeah, my dad stuff. is like my biggest fan. He's like mum and dad. They love the shit. Yeah, I can, I can second that. They are his biggest fans. Which, which is really nice to see because it can be hard for someone who, who is a creative mind or like people don't necessarily understand the acting industry or, or the producing industry or this, that and the other. So I think it's nice to see your parents get behind you and be like... Because I think it's fair to say <laughs> over the years, George, you've had a number, a number of career changes. In in oh. fact, I'm, I'm going to fucking list them just because we've got the time to list do so. Them. Yeah. So over the years that I've been friends with George, so we're 22 now, so it has been 20 years that me and George have been friends. And during that time, Jordan Williams has been an actor, a, a writer to an extent. Um, he's been a magician. He's done football. He's done scootering. He has done... He, he's been a tattoo artist, and I've got the fucking scars to prove it. Um, and, and, and TikTok... And things like that. We've and, and you sold houses for a little bit. I quite remember that. He's done a bit of bricklaying. He's now a hairdresser. And obviously, um, the internet has, has taken a shine to him. So so now we've got that, which is, which is nice to see. It's nice that you found something that you sort of go, okay, I really want to do this, but I'm willing to let all the other things, like like paying the bills and stuff like that, because obviously life goes on outside of a creative environment. So you've got the job as a hairdresser. But um, going back to what I said about having the scars to prove it, I've got... Three tattoos on my body that Vampy Jordan gave me at the ripe old age of 15 years old. What are you? You're going to get me arrested? Ta- yeah, no. The, is that illegal? Well, like, he was 15 as well. Yeah, you were 15 too. I was, I was 16. We were 16. Oh. Yeah, we were 16. I'm, I'm a few months older. But yeah, yeah. But, um, but yeah, I've got two tattoos on, on either side of my hips and one that we won't talk about. But, but um, what is that? No, hey, never no, you no, mind. That's my favourite one. <laughs> no, 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 we're not going. We won't go into it on the podcast. I'll tell. I'll. I'll after we finish, I'll talk to Chris about it. But um, um, you, you do it on the podcast, or I will release it to six. <laughs> no, no, no. Seriously, we, we can't do that. Like we we can't we can't we can't do it on here. We can't do it on here. Oh god, he's well, a bit flustered. Once, once the podcast finished, but us three will have a conversation. And I'll explain the story to him. But what? But so what happened is, if George had a new trend, we've got a group of mates, right? So there's me. George, Yai, Shay, Griff, Jacobs. I haven't missed anyone out, have I? Bibby, but uh, Bibby lives in America, Bibby. so we'll let him off. Yeah. But yeah, so, so plenty so, of blank canvases. Yeah, exactly. Plenty of blank canvases. And if George's got the newest thing that he wants to sort of try out, we're all sort of there. Like, like I said, we're all very different. So sometimes we'll be like, "And what the fuck is he doing this time?" But we'll all support it and do it, and we'll be there and be on board with it. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. that's what fucking yeah. friends do. If I had a pound for every time I've approached them with a fucking crazy idea or a stupid situation, I, and then... I remember right when we used to sit on the top row, and um, for years you wanted to be a chef. Oh, I did want to be a chef. I just got fat instead. <laughs> You're the only chef serving a tomato sauce potty. <laughs> <laughs> you bastard. So when I was a kid, I loved tomato sauce, right? And I mean, it like as a kid, you have like some kids love chocolate, some kids love I don't know chips. I love tomato sauce. Well, like tomato the, sauce. the kid from Big Daddy just eating yeah, yeah. Skin. I had ketchup with fucking everything. <laughs> so bastard. I was young and I lived on a council estate, and if I wanted a butty and I didn't have anything else to put, we did have other things to put on it. I was just fat and lazy. I'd melt cheese and put tomato sauce on it. That's horrible. You're and I just fuck. It's a cheese butty, mate. It's cheese butty with tomato sauce, but I've just melted it. You're stinking. That, there's the you see. You've caused conflict now, Joe. By mentioning, I mean, we're gonna lose sick. listeners to this, and that's the last it's thing we need. Man's toasty. <laughs> yeah, very yeah, man's toasty. It was bread. It wasn't even toasted. It wasn't even tomato sauce. It was blood. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> Here, I was going to ask you, no way, like, yeah, obviously you're a hairdresser and all, and you do the TikTok. Is there any sort of, because obviously TikTok, TikTok is, that's uh, a smacked out TikTok, is, is relatively new. Is there any, like, monetization in it? Yep. Um, not through TikTok itself. So, okay, like, obviously, fair. like, YouTube and things like that, you get paid. Yeah, that, because I, I always, I, I knew, like, YouTube got paid, because I found out today we did, uh, like, a, a, a Facebook Live pub quiz. Uh, yeah. Our friend Rolo's brother was doing, and one of the questions was, who was the highest paid YouTuber of 2019? Some guy, Ryan. Do you know what age he is? Eight years old. Yeah, toy Tesla. Yeah, like what? He, he made $26 million last year. Yeah, it's insane. Like it's actually it's crazy. See, the thing with TikTok and YouTube is, one a lot of people don't dive into it, is like, for a YouTube video to be monetized, it has to be 10 minutes long. Right, okay. Um, and they get obviously the adverts and things before yeah. that. Yeah. So that's where the money comes from from YouTube and obviously merch or whatever else we do. Uh, TikTok, you're only doing a 15 second, minute longest a video can be. Right. So it's very difficult for them to monetize that. Yeah, and there, is there any ads on TikTok? There is. There are personalized ads. Um, so the same with anything. They yeah. use your analytics to determine what they think you'd like. Um, but the monetization for TikTok is you get money from, give you some inside information now. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, that's what we like. So, oh, exclusive. Obviously, your first, the first thing you can get money from is when you go live, people can send you gifts. So they buy coins from TikTok, they buy a, they buy a gift with the coins that come to you. You take percentage, yeah? Okay. Um, secondly, you can, uh, you get paid by advertisers to promote something. Okay, like a collaboration on Insta type thing? And but on the TikTok. biggest money maker with TikTok that I've found in my own personal experience is the music industry. Right. Okay, in what way? You know how you have the audios, the sounds? Yeah. Yeah. The, they'll look at creators, the record labels, this, that, and the other, and they will pay to do for you to do a video to said song. New release. Right, do videos okay. there, and then you know we give you so much uh, likes or whatever yeah so that's tends to be my highest paid thing that i do with tiktok i was going to say that's what that was what my next question was going to be is there much money in tiktok because money in tiktok is, or money in general is something we don't really talk much about but considering we're doing this i'm going to delve um, is there is there money in it? Is there money to be made? Is it something that in the future you'd like to what? You can have tell. You went for a piss. That's literally the conversation we just had. Oh <laughs> shit! Sorry, I, I've, just, I've just popped off and been for a, a wee, and now I'm back, so I'm asking the same questions. But for my sake, um, is there money in it? Is there something in the? Is it something in the future that you could finish working and and do this full time? Well, I I think it's definitely heading that way. Like you say, it's one of the most used apps in the world yeah it's definitely heading that way they've got the the base and they've got you know the watch it and it's the thing is it's like it's a whole phase most apps die out yeah this has been around for a while now it, it ain't dying it's growing yeah it really is and you know it's more used than youtube do you know what i mean it's it's more used than facebook twitter i think it's more so, accessible yeah. because the videos are short, so short absolutely it, it's more appealing in a sense that you're not just staring at a white screen with black letters on it it's yeah. it's appealing to a generation that that doesn't what they want 
immediate gratification for things. They don't want to sit and watch something on TV and have to watch adverts because they've got Netflix. And all right, Netflix, things are half an hour long or an hour long. So you don't want that. You want uh, vlogs and they're maybe, I don't know, five, ten minutes long. And then you don't want that. You want Facebook videos. And now you've got TikTok. It's 15 minutes. You find something new. You laugh at it. You enjoy it. And that's it. I was introduced <clears throat> to the app by... I sat, right, I feel bad saying this. I was going to say, I was introduced to the app by uh, Rowanna, uh, Rolo. You from, should feel from, bad because yeah. Jord has been on Yeah, TikTok and Jord's jo- jo- been yeah. slapping on TikTok for a very long time. And I have my reservations about it, but it's amazing what a pretty girl can do to change her opinion, I suppose, isn't it? <laughs> and, I've, I, and I've since downloaded it. And it, it, it's He's a, now thinking of joining the Nazi regi- regime. <laughs> Jesus Christ, let's not, let's not go there. Let's, no, no, He'd no, do no. anything for a girl. <laughs> Shut up. Not but, me, just to clarify, if, if any of my likers are watching this. <laughs> no, no, that, that's got absolutely nothing to do with Jordan. It shouldn't affect his, his, his progression on either of the apps. Chris, what have you fucking done to us now? <laughs> but yeah, and it's something that I've got into, and it's something that I enjoy for that reason. You get little bursts of something you enjoy, little bursts of comedy, things that you can send your mates, things that are relatable, and that's nice. It, it doesn't take up too much time, even though you spend excessive amounts of time on the app. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you know what I love? I love seeing the creativity. It's like people have built proper characters. Do you know what I mean? Like real OCs. Yeah, me and you, we, me, me and you always do that. Mm, Basil, and that's something oh, that we're... brilliant, Craig. absolutely. Craig, G- Craig yeah. man, he makes me howl. Yeah, what's his name? Sorry. So capital Craig on TikTok. Okay, he right. He makes okay. me absolutely howl. Because the... the thing with like, that was a big moment for me when these people with the blue ticks started to fault me. Yeah. That's a huge moment because these are the people you. When you open the app, these guys like the uh, Nafai brothers. They followed me. They are millions of followers. They followed me a few months back, and they big thing for me. The video I did, uh, like I did an acting video, and I made myself cry. This that and the other to make it dramatic. Yes. And flair, you know. Yeah. And um, they comment on it, amazing acting, and that's huge. When the people who are actually living, you know, their living is this. But do, you, but, but do you ever get to a point where, where if it's reality sets in, but where you sort of sit and, and, and you have a moment to yourself, like obviously I get it and when like verified people with a blue tick and that follow me on Twitter and they're writers and writers that I really like and I've had a few of them doing it or actors from different things and part of me gets that little that little dopamine smack where I sort of go, ooh, that's nice and then the other half of me sits back and goes, why are you asked about someone who has X amount of people following them so okay people care about their opinion or, or they've done like that that little blue tick is a sign of oh that's gratification you've done something good you're at a certain level does that ever hit you or is that like a dream do you want to get to that point what what is the dream for you using tiktok and social media as a vessel what, what what's the dream where do you want to be so well i think for the dream for me is to is to be a full-time actor i think it's the big the big dream yeah um but like yeah, I'd love to be full-time TikTok, full-time, you know, because it's it's my channel, it's my page, it's people almost appreciating you for what you love and what you love to do. Yeah, it's the yeah. content that you want to put out. spend their life just doing what they love. Yeah, man. I'm I'm big on that. I like to be being happy. Like you want you if you yeah. if you find a job that you like, you have five days to your week, and if you can do something where you can express yourself and be creative and, and enjoy it, I suppose. Why the fuck not, man? Do you know what I mean? Well, this is it. So, and you know, and I think monetization and stuff is gonna come. You know, yeah. There is a calculator online where like 
it works out what your ad revenue would be per video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've done mine, and I don't have enough to. I could do one video a week if it comes to that point. Yeah. So it's certainly an interesting thing, and I. I I hope it happens. It'd be nice. It would be but, nice, yeah. and and don't forget your your oil mate, Chris. <laughs> That's yeah, Chris, Chris. Been here from the start. Chris sounds like every I taxi think... driver you ever meet after a night out, <laughs> and you tell him you want to be an actor. Don't forget me when you're famous. Yeah, I think oh. the important thing though, because you ask a kid what they want to be this day and age, they want to be social media famous. They yeah. want to be, you know, a YouTuber, or, you know. But the, I think it's important that parents tell their kids to actually get a career as well because the chances of actually getting noticed online are fucking needle in a haystack do you know what I mean yeah yeah it, it's it's a, it's a doggy dog world out there and you've really got to yeah. stand out from the from from the crowd do you know what I mean and there's so many kids now who are really focused on that and great if that's what you want to do you put the work in you focus you do the stuff do you know what I mean you don't get put down by what you do yeah um, but it's important to realise you've also got to live a life outside of it yeah, that's it. Because it's at the end of the day, it's not the real world. No, and it's and like people look at me online and think my life's amazing. Yeah, but they only they see me for fifteen seconds, or they see me in a, an Instagram picture where I look really happy, but they don't know what shit's going on. Yeah, no, I understand that, and 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 that's I think that's that's important for people to hear. People that are listening to this, that it's not always what it makes. It, it's not always what it seems to be with people online, with people in the media and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? It's ne- it's never always what it cracks up to be and what it seems to be. People have lives behind the mask. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, think, I think that's a fair comment to make. But one thing I would like to ask is, is one of the big things for you is one of the dreams to be noticed by the man himself, Mr. Johnny Depp? Well, I meet him in September. Yes, because you're going to the gig, aren't you? You're going to um, yes. the, the, what are they called? The Hollywood Vampires. Yes. I forgot I about meet that. Johnny Depp in September. If all this blows over, by the way. Yes, oh, exactly. Yeah. Shit, so yeah. fingers crossed that happens because I think that'd be a, a really nice moment. I think that I think the internet would quite like to see that picture as well. Yeah. I think the internet very much loved that picture. I think it'd be. But yeah, no. So the, I will meet Johnny Depp in September if all goes, you know, with this virus and everything calms down and gatherings are allowed again. We'll, we will meet. Exciting and stuff. Be... And just and just before we finish up, is there anything you'd like to say to either me and Chris or? Your fans that are listening, or random listeners, that or our fans with. that are listening. Yeah, yeah. Because we have fans too, fans. Jordan. All hundred of our listeners. Yeah, I think in a time like this, it's important to look at each other. It's important to phone people. People are in scared. They're alone, locked in, self isolation. Phone people. Phone around. Be social. It's important to remember that you're still going to have a life, no matter if you're locked indoors. I think, so, I think I think that's very good advice. It's right. I have one last question for you, George. Yes. In the whole entire world of podcasts, what's your favourite one? Oh, well. Oh, I'm gonna because I'm on this one. I'm gonna say to you. Yes, yes it's honestly. the quarter life crisis podcast. The quarter life crisis podcast, duh. And me and Chris. The quarter life crisis podcast is my uh, favourite, closely followed by Joe Rogan. Oh, we'll take that, we'll take that, we'll take that, absolutely. But me and Chris do these podcasts, we've been doing them every night since we've been in quarantine. And we will carry on doing that once we split up. We'll probably do them singular, like separately. So I'll probably have Jordan again where we can sit down and have a drink together because it's well overdue and we know that, mate. But as of now, thank you very much, Jordan Williams. And from me and Chris, it's a good night from me. It's a good night from him. 
See you later, you bunch of fucking bastards.